Aloha and welcome to the second episode of the Murph's Place 808 podcast. For the love of golf, I'm your host Murph. I hope everybody is having a great day out there today. It's a beautiful day here in Hawaii. Uh, it's not all that great though since we're on our second day of lockdown again and there's no golf to be played for the next two weeks. Not real happy about that, but there's not much I can do about it, so let's get on with the show. Um, I'm going to talk about a course that I recently played, Eva Beach Golf Club. It's here in Eva Beach at the end of Fort Weaver Road. I really like the course. It's challenging. It's always in great shape. The greens are perfect. I would probably rate this course in the top five on the island. Like I said, the greens are probably the top three on the island of all the courses. The only drawback that I've ever had with the with the course is the bunkers, which is kind of amazing to me that you can have so many courses on this island and we're surrounded by water and the bunkers don't have sand in them for the most part. There are some courses that the bunkers are pretty good. But for the majority of them, it's, they're not in the best shape. But we played there, and it's, it's a great course. Matter of fact, when people come and they ask me, where should I go play golf, the very first place I tell them to go play is Ever Beach Golf Club. And for those reasons that I stated. I'm also going to uh, be rating Spam Musubi for the courses that we play. Now, Spam Musubi, for those people that don't know what it is, it is a rectangular block of rice, usually sticky rice, that is seasoned usually with furakake or sometimes plain. It will have sometimes at some of the courses in the morning, they'll put like a little bit of egg in it or there'll be a slice of yellow radish in it. And then it's topped with a slice of Spam and then wrapped with a wrap of seaweed. Now, a lot of the people, especially those on the mainland, hear the word spam and they're like, oh, oh my God. And I didn't eat spam on the mainland, but when I moved here, I started eating it because it's available here in a lot of different types of dishes. And spam musubi, I always have a spam musubi when I play golf at the golf course. It's kind of like uh, a necessity when you're playing. But... Not all the courses have good Spam Musubi. Elba Beach, on a scale of 1 to 5, I would rate their Spam Musubi as a 4. It's pretty good. Uh, the rice has good flavor. It's always a good consistency. Because some of these places, they don't cook their rice all the way. And it's, it's crunchy, basically. Well, that's not how a Spam Musubi is supposed to be. So... Um, but Eva Beach's Spam Musubi, I would rate a 4 out of 5. The golf here, I, I know I talked about this in the first episode, that the local tournaments, the Hawaii State Golf Association tournaments, have pretty much all been canceled for this season. The only tournaments that I was playing was the VGA, Veterans Golfers Association Tour. And... Uh, before we just went on this lockdown, we did have a couple of tournaments scheduled. As a matter of fact, we were supposed to play Saturday, today, 
at Y. Kelly in a tournament, but it also got canceled due to the lockdown. And I talked about uh, playing our state tournament we play in October in uh, Kapalua on Maui at the plantation course. Hopefully this stuff is going to be over with and we're not going to have an issue getting that tournament in, but that remains to be seen. The uh, Another thing I wanted to talk about was the PGA Tour. The tournament that's being played right now is the BMW Championship being played at Olympia Fields in Illinois. Right now, currently leading the tournament tied at one under is Dustin Johnson and Hideki Matsuyama. Third, fourth, and fifth place players. They're tied at third place right now. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, Adam Scott, Mackenzie Hughes. They are the top five leading the tournament going into the last day tomorrow. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Dustin Johnson, so I hope he ends up pulling this out and winning it. I also like Adam Scott, too, but I'd, I hope D Dustin ends up winning it. It's put a, uh, the lockdown has put a uh, damper on our club play that I've been playing. I play Mondays in a club, the Beach Boys, Tuesdays with the Bonita Club, and Fridays with the Aloha Friday Club. We were lucky enough. We got we did get to play yesterday, even though everything was on lockdown. We played one of the military courses, and since they're federal, they don't fall under the state guidelines uh, that the, the governor puts out. Now, that's not to say that they, uh, once it goes up the chain of command and comes back down, that they won't decide to fall in line with the state guidelines of closing the courses. But as of right now, they're still open. So we played uh, Kaneohe Clipper yesterday I didn't have a great round uh, shot 80 couldn't hit a putt to save my life the greens were kind of slow we kind of refer to that course as our uh, poor man's pebble beach because once you play 1 through 12 it's not that big of a deal but once you go up 13 13 14 uh, uh, there, those holes are along the water so it's just like, it looks like Pebble Beach, kind of, the beach down there and the ocean, so. But we had a good time. Um, supposed to play next week at Mamala Bay on Hickam Air Force Base, and then hopefully after that, we will be back to normal where we're able to play all the other courses on the island. This COVID stuff, I'm I'm sick of it. It's It's interfering with my golf game now. I don't like it when it interferes with my golf game. Let's go over a couple of questions from a listener. Grant asks, what is your routine at the range? Obviously, practice makes perfect, but what do you do specifically that you notice that helps you see improvement in your game? Well, my routine at the range, it used to be that I'd get a bucket of balls, and I'd go over and I'd hit... A bunch of pitching wedge a bunch of actually a bunch of each of the irons just hitting bucket after bucket after bucket of irons then I switched it up a little bit and I I would hit a small bucket of balls going through my irons and then a small bucket of balls with my driver and my woods then I got some info that 
really improved, started helping me improve uh, my practice time at the range. Now, I would spend hours at the range. The majority of that time would be putting and chipping. But what I started doing when I was hitting balls was that I would play the course. I would I'd hit a small bucket of like pitching wedge, seven iron, maybe four or five iron, and my driver. I'd hit a small bucket of balls to get loosened up. I'd get a large bucket of balls, and then I would actually play the course in my mind. So I would tee off with a driver. I would estimate, you know, if it's a par four, I've got 160 yards in. I'd hit an eight iron, and if I, I would hit to one of the greens where the flag was on, about that, about that distance away. And if I hit the green, then I would assume that I all I had to do was putt. If I missed that green, then I would take my wedge, one of my wedges, if I it was close, I'd take my 60 degree, and I would chip it to one of the closer practice holes. And if I hit it on that green, then I that hole was done. I assumed that I made the putt or two putted to make the, uh, the putt. Then I would play the second hole, and I would do the same thing. So I worked the way through the basket doing that because when you're out on the golf course playing, you're not hitting 10 pitching wedges, one right after the other. You're not hitting 10 seven irons, one right after the other. You're hitting different clubs all the time. So that's what you should incorporate into your practice is don't hit 20 wedges at one time. Don't hit 27 irons at one time. It's fine to hit, you know, get loose and hit five or six, seven wedges, five or six, seven, seven irons, and so on. But don't spend your entire time hitting 20 balls with a pitching wedge or 20 balls with a seven iron. Uh, play it like you would, like you're actually playing on the course. Hit your driver, then hit, hit a seven iron your second shot. Hit your wedge the next shot. Work your way through a bucket of balls or two buckets of balls doing that, playing the course in your mind. It will help you start scoring better. Now, as far as the chipping and putting, I would spend more time chipping and putting than I would hitting balls. The reason being is that's where you're going to score the best, chipping and putting. If you can hit it a mile, but you can't get it on the green and make a putt, you're not going to score well. So you have to work on chipping and putting. So I would spend two, three hours chipping and putting. You got to put the time in and you got to put more time in the short game than you do working on the long game. Yes, you still have to hit iron shots and, and work on your driver and, you know, you got to got to keep the ball in play, but don't spend the majority of your time doing that. Spend the majority of your time chipping and putting. Another question or another statement or question he had was um, he noticed that I said I was a big TaylorMade guy and can you explain why you prefer the TaylorMade brand and what one should look for when shopping for clubs? I like TaylorMade. I've always played TaylorMade drivers and woods. Yes, I've had a couple other drivers in my bag, but they weren't the ones that I regularly played with i would try them out if i liked them i liked them if i didn't okay but tailor-made i just it seems like i've always had good success with tailor-made uh driver and woods 
And I before the tailor-made irons, I played uh, Mizuno irons. I love Mizuno irons. I like the way they feel. I like the way, the way the ball sounds when it comes off of it. But like I said, when my buddy Chris Wright was the tailor-made rep, he turned me on to the uh, tailor-made P790s. And I hit those and instantly fell in love with those. That It's just the same thing. I feel comfortable swinging it. It feels good. The ball comes off of the club very good. It sounds good. So I just decided that's what I'm going to play. I'm going to play the TaylorMade Irons. Now, what you should do or somebody else that wants to buy new clubs is you should go to like Roger Dunn or one of the golf shops and hit several different clubs, several different brands of clubs. Try different shafts in those clubs. They can work out the numbers. They can put you on the on the TrackMan or whatever system they have. They can put you on that system and have you hit those different clubs and tell you which ones react the best. Now, some people have done this, and they come back, and they're not playing very well. Then they, they get this attitude, well, those guys, they screwed it up or whatever. They don't, they don't know what they're doing, but they do know what they're doing. They're going to give you the equipment that you perform best with their hitting their balls, hitting in their, in their bays. They're going to give you the, the clubs that you have the most, um, what I want to say, the most, I'm trying to think of the right word, the most, uh, you get the most production out of. They can help you with that with the equipment, but you got to remember it also takes you. Uh, there's a saying that, that 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 they say it's not the arrow, it's the Indian. Meaning, it's not the equipment, it's the person swinging the equipment. Yes, the newer equipment is going to be better than old stuff because of the new technology that comes out. But you still have to be able to make good swings. Um. So if you're going to go out shopping for clubs, that's what I would do. I'd go to go to Roger Dunn's or another golf shop that has the ability to let you hit different styles and different uh, manufacturers of clubs and see which one feels good. It's got to feel good to you. You've you got to be comfortable swinging that club. And if you're not comfortable with it, you're not going to play well with it. Um, and that goes for all the clubs, even putters. I mean, there's different styles of putters. And you got to find one that you feel comfortable with and that you are performing well with. So, Grant, I hope I answered your questions. If uh, anybody has any other questions or topics they want me to discuss, just send me an email at merceplace808 at gmail.com. That's merceplace808 gmail.com. Oh, I got a, uh, we had our football, fantasy football draft today. And myself and a buddy of mine have a team together in this league here on Island. And we had our draft today. And obviously, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. And my buddy is a Baltimore Ravens fan. And it seems like every year, that's who we pick. Packer players or Ravens players. Now, for three years, we had Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback. And recently, last year, somebody grabbed... Aaron before we could get him in the draft so it wasn't a keeper league at that time this year it's a keeper league so last year we got Patrick Mahomes as our quarterback and he did well for us and so 
we kept him. We changed our league to a keeper league, so we kept him as our our, as our keeper pick for the draft. So we drafted today, and you know, honestly, with all the stuff that's been going on, I I don't have much interest in any other sports, football or basketball, baseball. Of course, I'm always interested in golf. However, the other sports, I haven't even watched one game. So when we were doing this draft, guys were leaving comments, and, and it was just like my last comment was kind of screw football. I don't even care about it. I want to play golf or something to that effect. So, uh, But I, that's what I spent my morning doing since I wasn't able to go out and play golf. Now, hopefully I'm going to be able to get out and um, get a little practice in, not – necessarily playing but at least getting to go hit some balls chipping a putt and that kind of stuff um, hopefully we will be uh, having a couple of guests guest hosts i have a couple of guys that i'm going to bring in and we'll talk a little bit about some golf and some other stuff but i hope uh everybody is having a good day thank you for listening today if you, like I said, if you have any comments or questions you want to leave me, you can email them to me at merseplace 808 at gmail.com. This podcast is brought to you by Smart Boy Studios, the best studio and artist collective out of the state of Ohio. Smart Boy Studios provides recording, mixing, and mastering services, as well as any other audio post-production you need. Whether you're looking to put out a new single, put together an audio book for your bestseller, or make your podcast the best it can be, visit www.smartboystudios.com today. Dicasso, an artist on Smart Boy Entertainment, just dropped his new album, Suburban King, The Story of Westerly Drive. Available on all streaming platforms now. Physical copies are also available on the Smart Boy Studios website. The album features Grammy-nominated writer Troy Hayes, music from all Smart Boy Entertainment producers, and some of the best vocal talent from the Midwest. Suburban King tells the story of Dicasso's youth, moving from the inner city to a suburban neighborhood, and the trials and tribulations of adolescence, racism, and adapting to a new environment. Search Dicasso, that's D-C-A-S-S-O, on your favorite streaming platform or visit www.smartboystudios.com to check it out. If you'd like to support Smart Boy Studios and their artists, visit threads.smartboystudios.com to check out their merch. They have hoodies, hats, shirts, and more. You've been listening to the Merce Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast, and we will talk to you guys next time. Aloha, everybody. Mm-hmm.